Hey everyone, it's Jillian here. Welcome to another episode of Winning Insights, a bonus series of the Ride Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Warwick Schiller Attuned Horsemanship. In this four-part series, Warwick will bring you quick training tips that will help you develop a better relationship with your horse. And if you want to learn even more from Warwick, enter our giveaway for a chance to win a subscription to Warwick's online video library. There will be three lucky winners, so check the show notes for details and visit horseandrider.com for more information. Let's get into the episode. G'day everyone, I'm Warwick Schiller and welcome back to another episode of the Winning Insights podcast for Horse and Rider magazine. In this episode I want to talk a little bit about something I think that affects a lot of people with their um, relationship with their horses and, and the results that they get with their horses and that is the energy that they bring to the interactions with their horses and I just had a, a Facebook memory pop up a couple of days ago that really made me think about this but it was a couple of years ago in Australia I was doing a clinic and there was a lady at the clinic the first day and uh, she did groundwork the first day but she had this kind of nervous yeah let's call it a nervous excited nervous sort of energy she was just kind of bouncing off the walls and she had been riding a horse at home but you know we did some groundwork the first day and she had asked me do you think we could um think we could do I could ride tomorrow and I said well we'll we'll see how your horse is because just looking at her and a horse I know she'd been riding at home but in that clinic situation that horse was a bit anxious and her nervous energy was not helping that horse at all and what I want to do is keep people safe and I want to only ask yes questions we talked about that in the last podcast and I want to make sure that in this situation you know she can ride her horse at home but can she ride her horse safely in this situation? And in that last podcast I did, I talked about only asking yes questions. And one of those uh, yes questions was when the horse knows how to do something, but you've got to make sure they can do it given the current environment and their current mental state. And so that night, of the, the first night of the, after the clinic, we all went to dinner and she happened to sit next to me at dinner and Oh, I could just feel the energy coming off. Like she kept saying, can I ride tomorrow? Can I ride tomorrow? Like really, really kind of, a really nervous, excited kind of energy that is not the sort of energy that translates well to having a, a quiet horse. And I said, well, we'll see how your horse is tomorrow. So she came in the next day. She hung a saddle on the fence and she... um you know, so she's thinking she wants to ride, and I think instead of being present in the moment, she's thinking about wanting to ride, but then she's thinking about quite possibly all the things that might go wrong while she rides. She's going to be in front of a crowd of people and me. And uh, I, I was thinking at at this point in time, she's not going to she's not going to ride because her energy was affecting a horse. And then I said to her, I said, "Hey, can you do me a favor for a second? So she had a like a uh, you know a twelve foot yacht braid you know, marine yacht braid uh, rope, lead rope on this horse. And it was one of those ones that's white, that's got the, the red flecks in it. 
And I said to her, I can't remember what her name was, but I said to her, hey, I got a, I got a question for you. I got something for you to do. I've always wanted to know how many of those red dots are actually in this this lead rope. Can you can you count them for me? And she looked at me like I was crazy. And uh, I said, no, I'm serious. I'd like to know. Can you do that for me? She said, well, okay. So I left her alone and I left her alone for probably half an hour while she counted the dots on this rope. And I went away and helped somebody else. And then I came back over to her and I said, so how'd you go? And she said, well, there's, I think it was like 400 and something or other dots on this rope. But she seemed completely different energetically. Like I'd got her mind to focus on those counting those dots I gave her mind something to do and it, it, it got to to settle that her mind down a bit and she seemed quite a bit more relaxed and that nervous energy had gone out of her and I said oh that's good I've always wanted to know that and she said what do you want me to do now I said I oh, just just hang there for a minute and I let, walked away and left her alone with a horse and about five minutes later I turned around and looked and her horse's buckled at the knees laid down and fallen asleep right there and this is the same horse that for the last two days at this clinic has been quite, let's say, nervous, had a sort of a nervous energy and the, which reflected the lady's energy. And, I, and all I had to do was I gave her mind something to do where it couldn't get all manic while it was doing it. And uh, I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast recently where he interviewed Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman was talking about his... Um, he has a, a meditation practice, which is transcendental meditation. And in transcendental meditation, what you do is you have a mantra. And it's just a simple word, you know, not a very long word. Usually they'll give you a word that is in Sanskrit that doesn't really mean anything to you, but it's about as long as the word banana, basically, you know. And he, uh, what Hugh Jackman said was, what that mantra does is your mind wants to be busy and do things. And so it's, you know, they call it the monkey mind. And so basically what that mantra is, is you give your mind something to do. He said, it's like taking that, telling that monkey, hey, climb up that tree. Now when you get to the top, you know, climb back down that tree. Now when you get to the bottom, climb back up that tree. And when you get to the top, climb back down that tree. And so that's kind of what this mantra does for your mind doing transcendental meditation. But what I did with this lady at the clinic was gave her mind something to do where it couldn't get off onto tangents about all the things that might go wrong because I'm pretty sure that was what was happening with her. And so I just gave her, um, yeah, I gave her something to do, something to focus on and that quietened her mind and that quietening of her mind consequently really quieted her horse and and uh, she said this horse has never laid down around me before and she actually sat down next to a horse and the horse had a good nap there and, and the, the memory that popped up on Facebook the other day was actually a picture of her sitting with her horse at the clinic so I just thought I would share that with you guys because that's something I see a lot of people struggling with and and you know you've got to remember that your horse's energy feeds off you and so the, the more things you can do to get your energy under control, the more success you will have with your horse. So thanks once again for joining us on this episode of the Winning Insights Podcast. We'll see you on the next one.
guys for tuning in to the Ride Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Horse and Rider Magazine on social media and find us at horseandrider.com. If you guys have any questions or comments, please be sure to hit us up at horseandrider at equinenetwork.com. We want to hear from you guys. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes.